Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. 2022. I don't even know how... Wow. Far I have to be from. We have this new setup over here, right there. You can see us. You can see us. This is how we record. This is weird. You can new actually year, see us. who we look like or what we Same look us. Like. Same us. Same horror. Same all people. That. We took a little bit of time off. Christmas is crazy. Yeah, it's been a little. People while. are crazy. It's been a little bit, a little bit of time since we've uh, been we, here doing this. Yeah. But we needed you know. a refresher. We needed a little time off to just kind of take a breather because it gets tiring. It does. But we've had time to set all this up. We got some a lot of new stuff. We got a cool new camera setup. We and got by we, he means up. him. I, I didn't help do it. I just kind of show up. Helped in spirit. But we figured first of the month. Well, let's get a killer review let's in. Let's get a killer review in. But not just that. We we could have picked a New Year's themed movie, yeah. just like we did last year, like Terror Train. Or we could pick something that Relevant? we're going to be seeing on the big screen in two weeks or next week. We got Scream going tonight. All for the views, baby. Oh, exactly. So we are going to be diving into Scream, and this is my phone. This is my little notepad right here. So if you see me glancing down, I do have to take notes every now and then. But yeah, this is uh, Scream 1996 smash hit. This is a probably the like game changer of slashers from Wes Craven. We've talked about it before. This is definitely the movie that... Um, Kind of reinvigorated the genre, yeah, a little bit. Definitely, um, definitely reinvigorated the slasher genre for good, better or for worse, depending on how you look at it. Um, but it also kind of it brought horror into a new generation. Yeah, I um, mean, it, 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 let's be honest, it it kind of uh, in, inspired a lot of what we got later in the late '90s, even from established genre, uh, established uh, franchises. Kind of followed suit with some of that pseudo meta. Yeah, um, film film like a uh, uh, style when it comes to the horror genre. But. And at that point too, you know, '80s slasher was it was dead. Yeah, was for sure. Stab, rinse, repeat. Put out the next one. I mean, and this was yeah. I mean, when Friday the Thirteenth first dropped, I mean, there was like five or six years. It was just clone after clone after clone. Yep. And they just and got, got goofier and goofier. And we all know that the slasher genre in general is just by its nature goofy. Yeah, but. There are certain ways to do it that work and certain ways that don't. And obviously, we're going to talk about it, but this is a movie that it definitely worked with what oh, they yeah. did. This turns slashers you know, upside down. Came out at the right time, too. Yep. It was definitely the right time for it. And and you knew. So from the line, the the opening, you know, do you like scary movies? It was like, bam, yeah. meta, we know what we're doing. Get ready for uh, the references because they are abundant. This movie's chock full of, <laughs> this of, of lines, so I'm sure we're going to bring up them. some of them. But and the cast has '90s written all over. Oh, it. this cast is great: Courtney Cox, it's David so Arquette, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard, Nev Campbell, who you know who wasn't as known then, and Drew Barrymore. 
yeah. which is funny because all the which promo is... art was like spoiler up front she's like the main girl yeah i'll say this now spoilers mm-hmm. so if you haven't nope. seen scream 96 yeah uh, again what are you doing with your life go Check watch this out. movie especially scream, before next week because it's not gonna make any out. sense to you um but yeah it's such a there's so much to talk about so before we do that we're gonna talk about some beers yeah. nick provided the beers tonight i did not provide the beers tonight because i am poor um <laughs> but that's Don't worry, fine. These, I bought that beer like when we went down to Tampa. Yeah, a year and I'm a half sure this ago, beer is so. about like six months old, so that's <laughs> it's fine. Been settling. It's a coffee porter. It won't. It won't be that bad. Well, this one I'm interested about. So this is brewed by Dissolver, D S S V L V R. We've had a few. We've had a few things from them before. Yeah, they're from Asheville, North Carolina. It's a micro brew, but this is Wicked Engine. It's a pumpkin spice cheesecake Ooh. sour ale. Ooh. I don't know what I'm getting myself in for. And I'm going to show the camera. And as I get up, yes, you will notice I am wearing a episode-appropriate shirt. I am not. Johnny Cupcakes. Scream promo. I got a skeleton on my shirt, but it's not. This is that can art that we're working with. Thought it was pretty cool. Got it down at the Half Barrel Project. If you guys are familiar with that on iDrive, go down, get some local brews, support uh, that place. Uh, Yeah, you know. This is 5% ABV, so it's not too crazy. So let's crack these open. It's just going to be kind of crazy to see. Like, I am a sour ale. Um, I but, am so curious. And, I, and I'm going with, a, with a, again, an old, an old not, I was saying old, old but faithful. A, a, a favorite of definitely me. I know that Nick enjoys these guys. I love those. I've had this one before, um, but it's from Angry Chair Brewing down I in Tampa. I know. I bet you that's going to oh, be wow. absurd. But uh, I got two pump chump. Two pump chump. Was that a hazelnut coffee porter or just regular coffee porter? It is a hazelnut coffee porter with a nice little skeleton drinking a coffee on it. Um, had it before again, like I said. It, I'm a huge porter fan. If I'm going to pick a, a dark beer, it's either going to be obviously a stout or a porter. I'm more of a porter fan than a stout fan. I know for some people that aren't really beer drinkers, they probably don't know what the difference is, but um, I just happen to like porters this better. Is, this reminds me of, remember those funky beers you got? Those like... Pumpkin spice. Oh, the oh, Fallon's. Fallon's, yeah. yeah. The, the smell of this is just so in your face. That's like, going to be weird. Che- can... It's very cheesecake scented, which is a, a weird. And yes, we are using our Horror Nights Blinky Cups. Uh, I think I sent these to the dishwasher, so they uh, blink no moss. So, RIP Blinkies. But this is... This is crazy. So they say they say that this is mashed with a... I'm just going to read it off here. With a base of Riverbrand 2 Row along with wheat flaked oats and a whole mess of pumpkin so this is this is gonna have a lot of flavor and i think i what i see what i worry about with something like that is it's just like it's like some of the o'fallon a couple of the o'fallons we have where so, there's too much going on so sweet too and yeah, i like sweet i mean and, and again sweet's not always a bad thing but when you have too many flavors going on pumpkin cheesecake sour like yeah there's so much going on that you might lose a lot of it or it might all not come yeah. together as well so I'd be worried about that. Otherwise, it smells. I can smell it from here. Yeah, right. This is... So it smells really good. I, I, I'm kind of jealous you're, you're getting to try that one. <laughs> you but... can, I'll give you a sip. No, too. no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I'll enjoy my porter. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And to Scream. To, to Ghostface. Who, as we all know, I have a love-hate relationship with, with Ghostface. But Ooh. not my favorite slasher. Is it good? Ooh. Sour? It's It's sour. I don't know if I like it yet. I have to have another sip. Oof. So when we say this is like a, a, 
eight month old beer. Yeah, it's an eight month old beer. <laughs> it's it's. I don't say it's not it's not it's so I'm making this face because it's a little bit older. Um, if you're a beer person, especially a craft beer drinker, you know that craft beers you don't typically want to wait that long to drink them. They do not age well, <laughs> regardless of what people tell you. Um, it's really hard to age beers, specifically canned beers. So if you keep a beer for eight months, it's probably not going to taste uh, as good as it did the first time you bought it. But <laughs> you want to try give this thing a yeah, go? Yeah, let me give this bad boy this is, a whirl. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know yet. I'm not gonna lie, you know what it smells like? It smells. It smells like, I don't remember what they're called, but they're like an orange creamsicle hard candy. Oh, I just um, posted about them today. Oh, oh yes, the cream, the cream savers. savers. That's exactly they're what this smells back. like. The cream savers are coming back. It's weird. That's actually It's not bad. It's good. just weird. It's actually really good. It's, <laughs> it's just weird. It tastes like a strawberry shortcake with... Because you get so There's much cheesecake. There's not a lot of pumpkin. No, it's just because you get the cheesecake that I think your senses automatically direct I mean, towards it's, whatever cheesecake it's, it's you good. It's good. It definitely, it's better than it sounds. I know when you first hear the title, you're like, wow, that sounds like way There's too much going, going on. on. Um, it's one of those beers that I would have people that aren't beer drinkers, traditional mm-hmm. beer drinkers, try because it's 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 out there. It's wacky. Yeah. Pumpkin, um, vanilla beans, cheesecake, cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, and lactose. So it does have that soft finish. Yeah, and it's it's got that creamy that creaminess to it, and it, again, that's why it smells like a cream saver. Like it's if you don't know what a cream saver is, because you might be young. Um, if you don't know what that is, you are also going to miss a lot of references in this movie. Oh, probably because this is chock full of nineties retro. I, it really hit me rewatching it, and I was like, "Wow, people now, kids now, whatever, Oof. are not going to understand the relevancy." Of some of the situations or some of the jokes that just kind of flew over the head. So I guess we should get started. Let's kick off this movie. You know what this tastes like? Like bad milk. Oh, do you want to swap it out? No, I mean, do you have anything else in the fridge? Oh yeah, go take a yeah, dive. I mean, I, sorry, it's nothing as anger share because they make them. They make bomb beers, but yeah. not when they're eight months old. No. Please hold while we oh, yeah. get yeah, some new beers. I'm going to pause this while Seamus is out retrieving new beers, hopefully better than that. But just some quick little talk of this movie. It was made only on a $15 million budget, which back then was still a pretty pretty cheap production. And it ended up making $173 million at the box office, which was, was crazy. And they put this movie out uh, just five days before Christmas, which was a, a, a weird move. But the thought process behind that was... The horror fans, the the people that don't want to see all just like kid feel good movies are gonna have something to see, and it it opened at number four in the box office, I believe it was, and it only had six point four million dollars on opening weekend, which the studio just declared it a flop, a straight up flop. It was done, and then word of mouth started to to really kick up, and this this thing just started taking off, and it. it it ended up making over a hundred million. Like I said, it made one hundred and seventy-three million dollars. But this was originally a flop. Ooh, that's a favorite, right? Yeah, there. I stole your last upside down. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll take it. It's fine. I would have sat there for five more months. I'm sure. I get these beers in four packs for the episodes, and then I just 
I drink two of them, and then I was like, oh, oh cool. I got another four-pack. Going back to the well. Gotta love our uh, mm. Hidden Springs. Hidden Springs Ale works. So while you're pouring that, let's kick this thing off. Yes. And so... we're just going to talk movie while this runs, and we'll probably poke some random points at it every now and then. We'll turn the volume down a little bit. Yeah, because we don't want, don't want the, uh, the... We don't want to get flagged. Yeah, the, the sound police come after us. But I'm sure we will at some point anyways. It's fine. So yeah, Scream. I know you probably already started talking about it. Uh, Quinn, I mean, dare I say, dare I say, Wes Craven's second best movie of all time. It's um, up there. It's, uh, it's for me. It's 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 his it's his second best movie. I think I still think Nightmare One is still obviously the top. But out of everything else he's done, and I know that Last in the Last House on the Left was kind of like a groundbreaking film in the seventies. A few other ones. Um, but this one, like we said before, it has def- it definitely it, it, it reinvigorated the genre for a whole new generation. I think it did a lot for for horror, especially for you know us in our generation. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, we were six. We were was... kids when this came out, so you know, should I have watched it as a child? Probably not. But that's why there I'm as screwed are. up as I am. <laughs> um, but again, it. It, not to say that he was my first slasher, but he kind of, he was like our slasher. Yeah, like he was the generation. You know, lo, lo, like the, the gener- like you know, so obviously we're millennials. Gen X had, you know, Jason and Freddy and and and, and Michael, and they grew up with them. We grew up with Ghostface, obviously with the others as well. But and we and we respect our elders, but yep. you know, Ghostface was definitely our our dude. And you know, it's such. I mean, there's so many things about this movie that, and and we'll get into everything, but. Um, you know, just right off the rip, I mean, the very first setup and scene, you have Drew Barrymore, who, you know, when you first see this movie, you think, oh, well, she's a big star, right? Yeah, we can't get rid of we, her. Yeah, we can't kill her off, right? Nope. Spoiler! She filmed her scenes in five days. Yeah, and five I think... Five total days pretty, is all she spent. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that... I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe I'm just talking out on my ass, but I thought that maybe, like, a lot of people on the, on, on the production team didn't know she was in it until until... The I mean, end. It could be because she wasn't around long. So and if like, you had different crews, I then... thought that maybe that like because I think part of it's like you know Wes wanted to really go for the throat with this one and yeah. kind of like if I'm gonna do another horror movie because he didn't want to do it. I know that when they came to him, he was like, oh, "Man, I can't. How many of these can I make?" Yeah. Um, but when they finally talked him into it and showed him the script, which we'll get into, who wrote that and Kevin yeah. Williams and staying up all night and that, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that dude, that dude's a, I'm the man. Um, but. You know, he finally was like, "Yeah, this is a great idea." Uh, and he, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, he makes a very good point where you go to a movie and your director kills off the biggest star in the movie within the first ten minutes of the movie. It's usually he's he's, yeah. he's dangerous. You don't know what he's going to do, mm-hmm. and you're in for you're in for a ride at that point. You don't know what could happen. Anything could happen. And yeah. in this movie, all kinds of things happen. Oh yeah, I mean, um, what a concept too cordless house phones no cell phones but you know what the cra- that haircut well, but the, the thing is this there, is there, 90s there are cell phones in it and yeah. I was thinking about this earlier not particularly this scene but the scene where Ghostface calls knee, uh, calls um, Nev Campbell? Nev Nev's character oh Sydney. God, Sydney wow yeah. um, calls Sydney for the first time I was thinking about it I'm like even to today I know that like some of the technology in this movie is is a little dated. Um, it's definitely not relevant as far as technology is concerned, but it's still a relevant idea because cell phones are huge now. Everybody yeah. has a cell phone now. But the we one... may not have those phones. Yeah. But the idea of 
but the idea of you being home alone, someone calling you, it's 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 again. It, 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 this is very. This is ripped from the you know, you know. Don't pick up the phone or, or get out of the house because the house coming from within. Uh, the house. When a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Yeah. A lot of those types of movies. It pulls from that lineage, and it's still a very. It's a deep seated fear. I mean, it's one of the things that like even scares me. Like that's terrifying to think about. Yeah. Even as a thirty four year old man, yeah. I'm still terrified of getting that phone call where it's like, "What are you doing? Yeah. I can see you." But like, the funny part too, though, is like it's not an obscure, and we're, and we're jumping a little bit ahead, but. The cell phones are in this movie, but it's not a regular thing. Because no, when the not. cell phone drops out, they're like, oh, he has a cell phone, he's a killer. Like, that was their basis. Correct, yeah. So that, that part of it's a little different. But I think my point is is that just the idea, like this, this, this theme, this yeah. idea of being home alone, being... <laughs> he's big and plays football and he'll kick the shit out of you. And, um, and, and a couple little, like things too is like this movie was originally supposed to be called scary movie which right. the series ripped from it and so I now was, i was gonna bring this up so now watching this movie i i constantly misthink of what is going yes. to happen so because i just all i can think of is like they're gonna cut to the screen and it's gonna be the dude that's wearing like a bra <laughs> it's like ah! <laughs> like i totally like, the popcorn's blowing you know 10 times as big yeah, as it literally can the first thing i thought of when you when you say that or when i when i first started watching it today um i thought of this too and you're right it's like i think un- unfortunately now if you've seen both this and scary movie it's 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 easy to conflate the two yeah. and you forget that this is actually trying to be serious yep. and scary movie isn't which is funny too because and scary movie completely ripped this movie oh, off 100%, like 100% but they nailed it yeah, but, it, was, it was, you can't do that anymore yeah like, no it worked at that time yeah. so you're right there are things where it's like oh yeah i forgot I forget that. what's going to happen because yeah. i think the other thing is going to happen correct but again with this rating um or what we were talking about like viewing one as a comedy one as a horror is when they went to get this movie rated by the MPAA it was rated NC-17, and they had to do, like, nine different edits until yeah. they were like... And then, at that point, Bob Weinstein stepped in and was like, hey, view this movie as a comedy, not a horror. And then, of course, when the, the head of the production company steps in, and they're going to slap it with the R rating just to get it in theaters, but it was just funny that they they initially, like, were saying, view it as a comedy, not a horror. Because it is... There's not a lot of scare factors in the movie no but it's, not it's a scary, a scary concept i mean like, it's a slasher it's I don't not scary say it's not scary because we'll, we'll get into our ratings at the end but like it's not like yeah it's not a scare but not to me no slasher really is scary balls yeah. all scary not terrified it, 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 yeah because it doesn't scare me i don't get scared necessarily at slash movies i get creeped out i get grossed out and that's kind of what you watch them for yeah. is that classic like you know getting your buddies together and watching a cheesy b movie yeah. slasher and laughing at it yeah um because there are points in this movie where i did laugh because there's oh, yeah. a lot of goofiness to it and i think part of that comes from the fact that it's 96 mm-hmm. it's now 2022 it's this movie was what almost tw- almost 26 30, something years it was almost 20... almost 30 years yeah. old um math's not my thing yeah, so it's like you I, think it, I think it's me. like 20, 24 years old, twenty twenty five yeah. years old, something like that. But I also do like the point where she's like, "Steve's big and he plays football," and it's like he's just like this dweeby little kid in a Letterman jacket. He's not big. He's not gonna kick yeah, his he's, ass. He's not big. And I mean, he's he clearly gonna get didn't kick his ass. Ripped so. out, and then there is your R rating right there. The one thing they do is they do. I mean, only in this real first half, but they're not afraid of the gore scenes. Like 
They had his intestines out. When they have Drew Barrymore hanging from the tree, it's very gory, which yeah, is and funny because it's not her. It's just like a super shitty model, but like, and you can kind of tell the difference. But it's interesting because like, but you're not used you're to that. In the slashers. They, they did have to cut the movie down, which means do they? I mean, for what it is, it's relatively gory. It's not. They don't show a lot. I mean, there's a lot of blood. I'll give yeah. you that. There's a ton of blood in this movie. Yeah, but there's not really a lot of gore necessarily no. i mean that was probably the goriest shot in the movie yeah which is funny that they start out that like heavy and you're like but i think that's what, what are I think, we in I think, for I, mean, I think that's the idea yeah i think that was intentional um i think west was really smart about that when yeah. he did it oh and here comes the chair a chair coming through and through a glass through door glass which door. probably wouldn't get thrown through the glass door but sure um but yeah just even continuing this like i just <laughs> um there's a little factoid coming up too. Is like when obviously we've seen this movie a thousand times. Ghostface ends up coming in, getting her. When the parents come home and notice that something's wrong, they they tell that um, he, the father tells the wife to call the Mackenzies or go to the Mackenzies. Yes, which is the same name first, that Lori and, that Lori told to. Um, yes, it is our it is our first Tommy and Lindsay. It's our first from reference. Halloween. It's our first reference to Halloween. This and, movie is chock full of Halloween just, references. This sprinkles so many well, I don't horror see, references. It's not, our, it's not our first reference. Our first real reference is when he asks on the her, phone like, call, "What's your favorite Halloween?" Michael, Michael Myers. Like, Halloween, like Michael Myers. I mean, they bring that up. They bring this up. They even, funny enough, that we mentioned earlier our killer reviews from last year because in this movie they reference Terror Train. They do because they, when they're they talking do. about Jamie Lee Curtis being the do. true stream, scream queen. Yes. Those terror train, and at the time when I had watched it, I was like, I, I never really watched. I didn't watch it with subtitles before. I didn't catch it, but now having already done that movie, I was like, oh shit, a reference that I didn't know. They reference terror train. They reference uh, prom night. There's yep. a lot of different things that they reference in this movie, and a lot of it's revolving around Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, uh, Michael Myers, and Halloween, and, and, and with good reason. Yep. I mean, it's the best slasher ever, but. Um, <laughs> and, and there was a, a I, I did see somewhere on IMDb I don't know how true this is but there was a, a slight oh here's a, a fun thing she stops running <laughs> I, I have to stop to see my stab boyfriend and now I see my parents so I'm going to stop again no bitch run like just keep but I going think again and this and this is another point where I'm like oh he's going to stab her boob and her the silicone's going to come out I was like oh no that's scary movie yes not, not scream different movie <laughs> but I, again when you're watching Scream a lot of the stuff even though it's some of it's kind of goofy and kind of funny you have to take it with a grain of salt yeah. and understand that that's what they're going they knew for that, yeah. they're that's going they're for the idea that yeah. she is that blonde bimbo that yeah. you know you're like run bitch run get some yeah. help but you <laughs> right? want her to run but she doesn't run because this is just setting up the immediate conversation that we get from the children, the kids at the school, exactly. So this is a, it's a huge movies. setup, and that's what this whole opening twenty minutes of the, or ten minutes of the movie is is a setup. Yeah. Um, and and again, part of it's also to, to take you completely out of it and go, yeah. holy shit! Like they just killed Drew Barrymore off in yeah. the first ten minutes. Like that's why you would think that she was going to get away. You think she's going to escape? Yeah. And um, this is uh, another thing too, where uh, when she was like injured but couldn't speak. They were saying that was kind of referencing to Halloween 2 when Lori was in the oh, hospital being pulled and yeah, she, couldn't, she couldn't say anything. She couldn't yell. But um, an interesting fact, too, was that Roger Jackson, the voice of Ghostface, on the phone, was on, on the phone. phone I'll clarify that. Was never on set. He never met Nev Campbell, never right. met Drew Barrymore because they wanted the he, fear to be he just authentic. Re- he just read the lines. And they were going to dub it over at some point, but they just never ended up. They. they 
knew that it was suitable enough. And factoid from the roommates out there that were watching this today, he was also <laughs> the voice of Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I'm not going to claim that I knew that. I don't want to claim that I knew that. No, I'm he's not going to tell you just, which roommates knew that. He's probably a... Uh... He's probably a, you know one of those voice actors that does a, does a lot of cartoons. When I looked it up, he was all like a bunch of video games. So he, it's like when you discover that Master, the guy who plays Master Shake, is in like a bunch of kid shows. Oh yeah, You're like what? <laughs> that that's true. But but the parents have discovered the which is fine because this isn't Drew, and you'll you you clearly see yeah, it you now, and you're like, don't focus on it, don't focus on it. But now you're gonna focus on it, and here we are thrust into 90s goodness Sidney Campbell enter our our hero <sighs> best hero ever <laughs> I think she one. did she went our she might, I think she, might she have may have won uh, our between, hero bracket it was, it was between her and Lori, Lori I think she is a badass but this is our our main protagonist that who's this is just screaming 90s again another reference to another movie Many this is movies. much like Johnny Depp coming into yeah. the window in Nightmare on Elm Street. And, well, that and a lot of 80s teen comedies yeah. where the, the boyfriend would come through the window. And, yeah, to those that weren't from the era, this was not a completely unknown thing. And here's a fun little, like, look into the future where the door's stuck. Yes. That door comes in handy once uh, Ghostface enters, hey, enters the don't house. Don't spoil it. Yeah, right. Spoilers. <laughs> and again, all I can think of is scary movie when the the dad's telling her to not eat the crack because she'll grow muffins out of her cheeks or something. Yeah. Like, oh, you've loved that joke since you were. I know. It's, oh, it's God. I can't so, separate. The, it's so I can't hard separate to separate the two. the two because, again, like we said before, see, scary movie. If you don't know what it is, it kind of kicked. It kind of started and ended that really quick era of parody movies. It. And like, one and two, and then after that, it just... Well, because the thing is, at some point, it got to the point where, like, they couldn't actually do it because it was too close to the movie. Yeah. So they got in a lot of trouble with, like, you yeah. can't, like... You... And then they threw hundreds of movies that were not horror movies yeah, that were just... Yeah, all the shitty ones. Yeah, and Shaquille O'Neal was in them, and... Yeah, they got really bad after... It was bad. ...quickly. But this is Billy Loomis. Yeah, another... Another reference Halloween right reference. there. So, these, if it doesn't sound familiar... Loomis, obviously Halloween, we get it. This thing's Sam full Loomis. of them. Um, but we're we're kind of learning that they're obviously in a relationship, and it's not going as far along as Billy would like. So he he there there are a couple little tidbits here in this scene that I like, and I it, it's cheesy, but I like it. Is when he's talking about like you know they used to be when they first were dating hot and heavy, and then they and they they're not so much anymore. But he uses movie rating. Yeah. Um, references. They'll settle instead. for PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So, I like that. That's kind of yep. stupid, but it's cheeky. cute. Yeah. And it's cheeky. It's cheesy, but I like that line. Yeah. Um, I I do have to say I don't know what PG thirteen movie she's watching where girls' <laughs> tits come out because it don't it don't usually happen anymore. Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe PG thirteens were raunchier. I, I guess technically Maybe. Titanic had a boob, but like that's the only PG thirteen movie I can yeah. think of that had boob in it. Yeah. But either way, I digress. I do like I do like that, and you know, there's there's all a ton of those little movie movie quips that yeah. you get throughout this throughout this movie. Yeah, and that's kind of again the whole point. Mm. And then he goes to feel her up. It was a little too goes, far. No, but... and then I think of scary movie when he does it in scary movie, and, and she's he got like a fucking the, chastity the belt. It was like an electric fence. <laughs> but this is where we start to kind of learn. I think that 
um, this has kind of been happening since uh, whatever happened with her mother. Yeah, so you you don't know yet. They, but they referenced something. But they happened. referenced that something had happened to her, uh, and they kind of really reveal more and more as the movie goes on, like what happened. Yeah, but we're gonna move forward a little bit. It goes now into, and we're gonna be skipping this movie around a little bit. <laughs> hey, how about that uh, sex stuff? I was only half serious. Yeah, sure you were. See you later, Billy. But now we're back into, like, Woodsboro High. Or, we're initially into Woodsboro High. And, and it's funny, too, that this was... Uh, all the high school scenes were... They were supposed to be shot at the Santa Rosa High School uh, in California, but they were under the assumption that this was a comedy and then they finally read the script and they're like, yeah, no, we can't have this here. Yeah. So they canceled on them last minute. And then in the credits, Wes Craven made note of that under the special thanks section and put no thanks whatsoever to the <laughs> Santa Rosa City I didn't know that. district governing whatever. But we're finally introduced to some other lovable characters now. We have Henry Winkler, who was the principal. who at Which one- again... And I don't mean to cut you off, but like when you say like you know you you keep it's so hard to not conflate this with scary movie. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Arrested Development, you see Henry Winkler, you think Funny Man, you yeah. think Fonzie, you think yep. so. It's really hard to be like, oh, well, I mean, I can see why people thought it was partially a comedy at yep. one point. And he's only in he's, three yeah, scenes. He's not in, and they're a all lot, in his office. But he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. And. One of those scenes, it was like a weird... And there's a couple scenes that don't... There's a couple things in this movie that don't seem like they fit or understood the assignment. Like the Henry Winkler thing, there's a scene, which I'm sure we'll get to at one point, but it, they, they try to create... And this movie's full of them. It's full of red herrings. It's almost a mystery. Right. But it's very like, whodunit. There it is could a, there be this person. There is, there is this an aspect person. of whodunit. Um, and they, they try to almost make it seem at one point that like the the principal Winkler was like a suspect. Yeah. And like, he's clearly not, but like they try to make you think that at least when he does the, you know, fair, you want to talk about fair, fair would be stringing you up showing you, you know, what kind of gutless pussies you are or whatever yeah. he says. Like, and it's like, but that's, wow, a, but that's a great scene anger. too though. I like, I love that scene. Cause yeah. like he is kind of like part, he's partly some of the comic relief in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how, I forget this kid's name, the geeky... Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, Jamie Kennedy's yeah. character. Just funny because they're all like 26, but... Well, and again, that's, that's it's, intentional. It's so 90s, That's too. intentional. It's so 90s. That's a play on the idea that all these like, slasher movies Matthew are... Matthew Willard is 26 in this movie. Right, right. And, and, David Arquette's 25. I, I know I know that, and he's supposed to be the adult. <laughs> and he's the cop, and the he's the I know. deputy. So, again, I, know we, I knew this was going to come up. That's why, that's why I went up. So, remember, when you watch this movie... And you go, oh my god, it's so cliched. It's supposed to be. Oh, and I love it. It's, it's supposed great. to be cliched because they're playing off yeah. the idea that all these movies are cliched. So all the whole cast yeah. of teenagers, of course, are adults. They're not yeah. actual teenagers. Um, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of funny when you think about that. Because like, you look at David Arquette and you're like, he's supposed to be 25? The deputy. He's the deputy. And then of but course Matthew Lillard's yeah. old. And of sure. course, then you think of scary movie, and you think of Doofy. Doofy. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I can't take him serious yeah. because of scary movie. No, I can't. And that it, I honestly think I think if you see this without seeing scary movie, his character is almost fine. Like 
Yeah. He's a little he's a little odd, but he's fine. Yeah, he's odd, you but he's young. The idea I mean it's weird that like, you know, his twenty five year old cop is living home with his mother. And yeah, and his high school sister. And his high school sister, who but, is like, probably older than her. But if you watch Scary Movie and this, they almost bleed together and you're like, Wow, this guy is That's an exactly idiot. It. And, yeah. it's just, and we'll and we'll get we'll get to like this one of the scenes at the end where I'll say like this is the one scene that I I totally blended together and I was yeah. like, What? Like, oh wait, that's in scary movie. We'll get to it. It's mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, so, uh, Sydney is home alone for the weekend because her dad is off on business and she's at home but to be picked up by her friend. Because um, she's going to be staying the night with her... Again, uh, kind of... T- Tanny, ca- ca- Tanner, or something yes. like that. Yeah, well, uh, Tatum. 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 Tatum is the blonde girl. Yep. But another thing, too, is I think we did... We did skip over the first part where the newscasters were outside, and that's where we got our first our first look at uh, Gail Weathers. I want to say Courtney Gail Cox, Summers, yep. but Courtney Cox, and it's funny too because she she spearheaded getting this role because she wanted yes. to get it, and then they were like, you know, this is ninety six, Friends was ninety four, oh, right? Monica so she, Geller cannot so Mo- be in a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, so Monica was a big was it was it was a big deal at the time, and they didn't want they they didn't think they would necessarily take her character seriously. Yeah. Because she's so different in this than she is in Friends. In Friends, she's the quirky, good, happy friend. Yeah. You know, the like the normal of the yeah. six. Oh, and in this, she's a fucking her... bitch. Like a yeah. Oh, yeah. Bitch. And Kenny, move your ass. And and like you don't you don't expect that from Monica, especially in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, now it's a little different for all you youngins who don't know what Friends is. Yeah. Right. Um, Up on HBO Max, it's on there. You're welcome. Netflix too, I think, or it was. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so she's we get interested to her. Uh, obviously, they've established that there is a little bit of a tension between Sydney and her. They don't really get into it yet, but something happened, and yeah. we're still kind of learning what happened. We're piecing Sydney together what happened and to her mother. And this is when we first find out that her, something happened to her mom. So yeah. we, we know that something happened to her and mom. And then, like, in case you didn't know, there's a picture, of, which is funny because they're. It, uh, this is where you do find out. They, they're on the news, and they're saying, you know, that... Uh, it was just one year ago that um, I forget the mother's name, but whatever Prescott was raped and murdered, whatever, and, and like it showed a picture of Sydney's mom. Just in case you weren't paying attention, here's a picture of Sydney yeah. and the lady who has the same last name with her mom. We couldn't have pieced that together ourselves, but yeah, sure. Thanks for that. I appreciate it for spoon feeding me the plot. Oh, and here again, here's another shot of the picture, just in case. Here's the clock, which was clearly photoshopped because that picture looked like yes. it was taken yesterday. Yes. My mother had been died you know, over a year ago, but that, that's besides the point. And another funny thing too that I didn't point out that because we, we skipped over that part, but that first introduction of like all the kids, um, they were all you know we we really find out that Jamie is like or Jamie Kennedy's character. I don't know what his real name is. Yeah, I forget his name. Randy is it? Randy. Randy. Randy yep. Um, he's like the horror movie freak. He's the movie freak. Whatever. Yes. And you know, spoilers. We already said this obviously, but the first person he points out is Matthew Lillard's character. He's like, "You're the killer." He's like, what, what I mean? It's like, he told us right up front. He told us half of it. So there's, there's yeah, and it's true. And, and he it, called it. And but again, then it was so in your face that you'd be, it wasn't even, you didn't like, even I mean, think it's, of it it's, twice. It's, it, I mean, it's not a, it's not a super clever twist and we'll get to the end of it when we get to the end of the movie, but um, there, there's, there's hints and clues throughout this entire movie from the very beginning all the way to the mm-hmm. end to tell you who they are. Yeah. Um, you can clearly see that Ghostface no. isn't very 
coordinated. Good, coordinated or good at what he's oh, doing. he's terrible. He's it's sloppy. Not, yeah, it's, it's not like Jason... not a killer. ...who's a big zombie brute who can yep. murder people with his yep. fucking bare hands, or Michael Myers, who just yep. is a silent Doesn't killer. Doesn't yep. um, You can tell that it's... Someone who's an amateur trained yep. or isn't isn't I don't say trained, but like isn't good at yeah. his job. Um, so you knew then that obviously it's someone that's young. I mean, clearly can be beaten because girls kick the shit out of these. Yeah, dudes. I mean, he just he's constantly falling or flailing or running away from pianos. No, that was a scary movie. Uh, but <laughs> no, right. stop, but, David Cross. Oh my god! Yeah, right. <laughs> do, do, do. Take my little hand. Do, 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 do. But. No, they, I mean, it's, it's definitely a very amateur killer. Yeah, and again, that's one of those, like, it's subtle, but it's something that you pick up on, especially after the second or third time you've watched this movie, and you know the twist. You're like, oh, that kind of makes more sense now. Because um, yeah. part of it, you're like... And this is the part where we find out he's not really a pro. Like, in the first one, you kind of see it a little bit. But this part now, and it's funny because this bleeds right into the cliches of, he's, I'm on your front door, and she goes... Oh, I'll call your bluff. And she just opens the front door. Yeah, and he's Whereas, like, we just talked about this horror movies. Like, don't go outside. But you did, and... But again, I think that's the idea. She's supposed so to be... She's kind of like the anti-horror like, movie, horror movie heroine. Like, yeah. she's supposed to go against the green. But the funny thing is, is they also play on it in the sense that, like, she's the one who says, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, those stupid slutty bitches that do, yeah. who run upstairs when they shouldn't. Yeah. And she immediately runs upstairs. Yep. So like she says, she calls the cliche and then and just then does, does it, it, which and, is just and I think again intentional. Brilliant. It's intentional. Oh yeah, it's not supposed. It's not like a mistake. Wes Craven doesn't didn't make those mistakes. No. That was intentional. No, Kevin Williams didn't write. Yeah, the, and he that's wrote this what, for a reason. It's actually what makes it really smart. It's a really it is a smart movie even for a slasher because of that reason. Um, and nowadays, like you can do it, but it's really just copying what Scream started, what Scream no. did. Um, but yeah, so. This is a great scene. It definitely sets her up kind of as that like snarky badass. Um, yeah, she immediately fall in love with her with the scene. Like she totally like I, I'm crushing on Neve Campbell again oh, after yeah. like 30 years. Yeah. Um, because of this movie, but yeah, she's you know it's really good. She's you can tell she's scared. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> Fuck you, you cretin. <laughs> Who says that? Such a good line. No one says that. <laughs> and and here he is. And push down, fall down, scoop. I and mean, the crazy thing is too you can kind of say that like this is a this this is a a killer who watches too many bad horror movies yeah like that's really what this looks like yeah and I love when he like slams her head on the back of the thing and she grabs the front of her head yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god it never gets old but this is obviously one of the integral parts because there's a lot of stuff that happens in this yeah I mean this is one of the bigger parts of the movie and I believe if we move forward a little bit uh, when she goes into the room, the whole dialing nine one one on the on computer. The computer. Yeah, I don't know. See, even oh, and here's the door coming even, into even handy. being as old as I am, like I don't remember that being a thing. That was I don't. I don't think believe so at that all. ever was a thing. I have to. I have to look that up. I, I meant I mean, to do it, but I didn't look it up. Yeah, and right here, phones are out, so she like she, AIM. Yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, nine one one. Dude, she's on like a fucking like. DOS based. Like, I don't like she's know what this thing she's, she's about using. to enter the Matrix. Like, seriously. Follow like, the white rabbit, Sydney. Follow yeah, the like, white rabbit. It doesn't rabbit. make any sense. Like, I've never seen this before. And, yeah. like, it, it's like dot, like it's like DOS based yeah. programming. Here's like, one of my 96. favorite things is. Right there. Yeah, and then Billy's right there. But not magically. right there. But he's fucking thrown there. Like, yeah. he, like, so this is second story because she went up the stairs 
and he leaps onto the right. window. Right. So do you like jump out of a fucking tree? So, like, was again, he shot out of a cannon? Knowing, knowing, he... knowing the ending, you obviously understand there's a little bit more reason behind it yeah. and why it's that way. But you're right. When you first watch it, you're like, what the fuck? What? How did he get... But I think... Was he Superman? But after the ending, I don't think that this one was him. No, I... it, it, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is that the, clearly the... We'll get to it. I don't, yeah, I don't timing get... wise, it was perfect. Yeah, well, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything, but. Um... But again, the cell phone dropped out of his pocket, and then that's what set her off as. Yeah. Oh, I was getting calls, and then here we go. Dewey, or Doofus, Do- Dewey. Yes. Why was he holding the scream mask up against the door? Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and then he scared himself by looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> he looks but at again, it, but screams. I, I, and I think it's funny because like. I almost think that that's like, kind of like it happened by happenstance. Like he yeah. happened to like when he was doing the scene. Yeah. He happened to look at it, and go like, like scare yeah. himself, <laughs> like like David Arquette did, and they kept it in the movie. Oh god! It's one of those things that just that feels that way to but me. It's like, was he about to knock like with the mask? Was he like, uh, I I don't know. Um, fun little so thing good. too is like early on the ghost face costume was going to be all white. I did hear to make that. him look like more like a ghost, but then they're like. He's probably going to look like a KKK member. Yeah. So we should probably, probably not do a good that. idea not to do that. <laughs> Smart move. That Which, by the way, talking about, talking about the new movie, the fucking, that metal mask looks fucking sick. I'm... We'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that movie in a second, but like, when we're done with this, but yeah, I, yeah, I can't I'm excited wait. for that. And that's what I was honestly watching this, mostly trying to find things of like, what could happen. So I think it's going to come back from the first movie. Some way, or yeah. We'll talk about some way, or shape uh, maybe or form. some, maybe some things we think it's going to happen in the next movie. But... Yep. But that's the world's best worst cop, Dewey, and Gil Gil Weathers, or the world's worst best cop, worst best cop, whichever. So let's let's skip ahead again. And this is bit. the movie that uh, that that uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette first met. Yep. And uh, married, and then divorced. Went on a uh, tryst of a of a relationship. Yeah. Um, I do. So this is dad. So this is supposed to be his dad. I, I and he's like, that. check the. And he's like, check the phone bills. They do, and then they. And then he's like, what were you doing over at Sydney's house last night? And he's like, wait, you were at Sydney's house last night. That means you're the killer. Like he's pissed yeah. that his kid was yeah. like out. Like yeah. you went his, out last night. His dad's like you. Fucking I guess you killed people. I guess you must <laughs> kill people. That's the the clear connection. That's like the number one like, well, I guess if he's sneaking outside, yeah. he's probably sneaking outside to murder his I classmates. also do think that, again, we'll get to some of the ending when we get to the ending. I think part of this is a little bit of a setup. It's sloppy, but like I think it's supposed to do a little bit of sloppy setup where there is tension between him and his father and clearly it's not all peachy keen like was, he makes never, it to seem it is. And they never like got time to us. And embellish that well, or whatever. right and again it's, an, it, it's, it's a slasher movie it's, it's a, cut it's, scene it's a 90 something. minute slasher movie they don't have a lot of time to kind of delve into these different yeah. things but I think it was like supposed to be a sloppy attempt at trying to get yeah. the audience to understand that there's some things going on between yeah. the two of them that it's not as nice as it seems yeah. uh, and that there's tension there because his dad was kind of like the fuck yeah, like, like he like, was like was like super like just immediately jumped yeah. down instead of like the normal reaction you think most parents like the, have I like the, the cops put their arms out to stop her and they yeah. just let her through anyway it's like yeah. well they know, they, they know they know that cold hearted bitch she's gonna get her way in Gail Weathers Gail Weathers local celebrity yeah. I don't know what that like yeah, I mean, ends up being what station does she even work for she, top, they, story. top story top story right. top story that's right. of yeah. course right. oh, duh top story that who hasn't sense. heard of top story but it's also so like this is California, but it's like some small town in California, and they have like 
15 news channels. I know. Like local news channels. I got, guess, yeah. They got out quick. And this is the one thing. Father Death. So Father Death was the name of the costume itself. Yeah. It's way cooler than Ghostface, yeah. I think. <laughs> like, fa- like if this movie was just called, like, you know what's funny? Father is Death or something Halloween like that. Halloween probably, like, has a whole bunch of those fucking things. Yeah. That literally just say It's probably called, like, Ghost Man or something now, like. They have to like change it, but not change it. But I think Father Death was like, I, yeah, a much cooler name. I, I definitely think that like the costumes for this movie for Ghostface was something that they found at a Halloween store, mm-hmm. and like just and it's just a cloak. It just adopted just adopted it, and then well, the mask was like a mixture between like the Scream painting and like some other like references that they did create. True, but I mean, it's turned into the whole. Just straight up. I'll admit, costume. I think. I mean, outside of. I mean, outside of. I don't know. I would say that it's probably a more iconic mask than even Michael's mask. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying he's more iconic than or Michael. Or it's more accessible. Like it's more. It's just. I think it's I th- more popular I, than mask. And, and, yeah, and I think that because it's a little slip on. It's right, not a full commit. Right, and I think because maybe the movie's newer, but I think if you ask people off the street, like. Which one do they recognize? They're going to recognize the ghost face mask yeah. or they recognize Michael's mask. I feel like as a kid too, like everyone had a ghost face mask. Yeah, probably. Everybody was ghost face at least once in their <laughs> I love the like complete unawareness of the situation by Courtney Cox. I know. She's but like, she's... She's writing a book about like her or dead she wrote mom a, she wrote, or a, wrote book. a book. She's like, oh, how's the other book coming? She's like, oh, it's actually really good. You know, I'll send you a copy. Like not picking up that right. like Sydney's going to beat the shit and then lo and behold, she clocks you. <laughs> Bam! Bitch went down. I'll send you a copy. Bam! <laughs> and this is again another moment where I confuse with scary movie. Yeah. It's like, hey, Sid's for your head. And he just overhand throws like an ice pack at her head. <laughs> and then he just throws another one. Like, this one's for your head. <laughs> I'm like, God, oh, I want to go and watch a scary movie tonight. I'll probably watch it's that while I'm editing movie. this. It's so good. But we're kind of going to skip along again to yeah let's get this is boring, boring stuff. Um, we get back to school <laughs> there was and of course Gail Weathers is back there again but the, another one little thing too that I did like about the whole going back to school scene is oh there's Henry McCurr. Um when Billy comes back is like you don't still think it's me like I got cleared look I was in the police station all night and he shows like his like dirty ass hands I know like, yeah yeah you're hey, dirty it's hand. a finger like it's a fingerprint like it's a print yeah. that's it you're not like molding admit, your hand into the fucking like Hollywood Boulevard yeah I know. and you'd wash your hands right you would wash your hands That's it, it was it's weird and if you this got arrested scene, the night before you're not going to school the scene that's on the TV right now is weird too I didn't understand like what was the point of killing the principal off so I know that it was to like get to set you up oh maybe it was the principal that yeah. was the killer I, I still don't see I, I feel like this whole scene could have been cut out of the movie and it wouldn't have like affected it in any way this movie this scene was not supposed to be in the movie oh really I didn't know so that. they ended up shooting this because again the Weinsees stepped in which is never a good good thing they yeah. stepped in and Especially were like nowadays. hey we're 30 40 minutes oh Fred um, we're like 40 yeah, minutes 30. Into, we're in, into this Ooh, movie who by the way that was us Craven by yep. the way we're 40 minutes into this movie and no one's died yet you gotta kill somebody. Um, you need to kill somebody. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just kill the principal because it won't affect the actual story going forward. Because we can't sense. kill any of the other players we have because we have sense. them lined up. Um, and the scene we did scoop by, we did just see a little Wes Craven nod. Yeah. He got in front of the camera. He's a janitor wearing the Nightmare on Elm Street. And that also, that jacket that just got pushed to the side was his Fonzie jacket. Oh. It was the leather Fonzie jacket yeah, from 78. 
Um, Listen, these, I'm even learning things. I've seen this movie a million times. <laughs> but Wes Craven was donning um, the actual sweater from Nightmare on Stone yeah. Street, and he had the hat, and of yeah. course, there's a ton of Fred. there's a ton of references, and I'm sure there's references even we missed even to today. Oh yeah, that we don't we don't realize, but. But yeah, for some reason they decide that they just had to kill him. Um, which, as you said, we could have gone without. I'm not, it's not a bad scene. I mean, I, this is one of my favorite shots, though. Yeah, it's a great shot. Um, the it's, ghost it's, face coming into the eye. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. It's a great shot. I, I don't think it does anything for the story. I didn't know. I didn't realize that it wasn't yeah. supposed to be shot. So that's actually that's some information, a nice little tidbit of trivia that I didn't yeah. know. And this is um, where we we started to get some sprinkling in about. Um, Sydney's mother's case. Yeah, where now they start talking about the case about Cotton bit. Weary. Cotton Weary is um, who is a, played by Liv Schreiber for yeah. like literally ten seconds. Yeah, which I completely forgot about. No audio, but it's just him. Set up obviously Who's for like a, a sequel. I don't, again, I don't know how big of an actor he was in '96, but I still think he was relatively well known. He was bigger than this. Right, he was bigger than so. A like, have to be in yeah. like a ten-second little shot. Like, yeah. hey, look, I'm the supposed killer, and, and I, you don't yeah. get anything else from him the rest of the movie. And I think the only reason um, that we got that whole set was because they knew that. This would be continued, yeah. and that's an easy avenue. But Cotton Weary was the man that was accused of killing uh, Sydney's mother, uh, based only on Sydney's testimony. testimony. So, which is all... why, which, which again teaches you a little bit more about Sydney and Gail's relationship, because Gail wrote a book, <laughs> a West Carpenter flick. <laughs> she references a. You're acting like you're in a West Carpenter flick. <laughs> nice try, but you know. It's funny. It's a funny reference. I like it. It's a good gag. Um, but you get more of the Gail and Sydney ref, uh, Sydney relationship in the sense that Gail more or less calls a child a liar. And she's been talking. She said she's been talking with Cotton. Right. The evidence is shoddy. You know, they're working it's on... It's like true crime before true crime was a thing. It was. It was... These were hard articles instead of Netflix documentaries. Oh, and for for for, for any of you youngins who watch this scene yeah. and don't know what's going on, this is what's called a movie store, yeah. a blockbuster, where you rented videotapes to bring <laughs> yeah. home and watch you because you couldn't afford go there. to buy movies yourself. Um, you had to physically go there. You had three days to return. Right, Be right. kind. Rewind. Yeah, and you had to. Yeah, hold on. Those are tapes. You <laughs> stuck them in a machine. It would rewind them. It's craziness. I know. Weird. Unbelievable. Weird. Although. All seriousness, great scene. Another great scene. I mean, I love this scene specifically because we finally get a little bit more Matthew Lillard, who yep. is, like you said, the king of the 90s. Yep. Matthew, oh, yeah. Gotta love Matthew Lillard. Um, the fucking, the, the Walkman headset, like <laughs> yeah. the old classic, like plasticky ass fucking yep. over the ears that used to snap. Love it. Dude, we all had them. We all had them. Um, great scene talking about some of the rules of movies. I love Jamie Kennedy when he's screaming like anybody in here could have done it, and everybody yeah. kind of just stops what they're doing. Yeah. Now this is this is a great scene. Oh, and there's a little Clerks poster in the back, which is a nice yeah, little nice little reference. reference. To Kevin's shootout. Shout out to Kevin Smith. Um, but yeah, this is the whole trying to do the who done it. The they're they're dismantling the the story of the town in movie talk, which I didn't even reference this part at all. I, I think I. I love how this movie was like kicked off by the death of the girl. Yes. 
Nobody. Well, the girl and the boyfriend. Nobody referenced the boyfriend. All these stuff well, was. No, they oh, did. Well, they, well they, they mentioned him in passing. They mentioned but him a the couple school times. Was like, oh, I can't believe she. Yeah, did. A couple, like, couple kids were killed. Like whatever. no one cared about the kid. Killed. The other kid it was just like, oh yeah, this, this blonde yeah, he, bitch got stabbed. Yeah, he was stabbed. definitely kind of. But again, sure. but remember, what's well, Drew Barrymore? Drew yeah. Barrymore. We we have to make reference to the fact that Drew Barrymore is dead. Yeah. She was in this movie for ten minutes. Yeah. Um, and even have they're saying, you know, and they red say herring. literally it's say Billy. red herring. Yeah, no, I go it's a red herring. It's Billy. Enter Billy. Then, how, what about you? You could be the killer. I don't know. You could be the killer. And again, not knowing the twist, this is obviously a pretty tense aspect of the of the scene. But it also knowing the ending. Yeah. You look at it and go, it makes a lot of sense looking back on it now. Because um, Matthew Lillard is great at overacting. I yeah. love his overacting. Like he's so. Over the top. Yeah. Every scene he's in. <laughs> Playing with Jamie Kennedy's ear from behind. Right. And well, then Billy, I don't know, I forget the guy's name who plays Billy, but um, his point too a little is more like, sinister, a little more yeah. dark. He's another person that like, when I referenced earlier where I was like, I don't think people understood their assignments. He's another one. Billy? Like, I, I think he's just so, so serious. And it's like everyone else is like kind of hokey and goofy yeah. and like quirky and he's just like stone faced like, like he's taking it like, ugh, method like acting anger um oh by the way not to get super off topic here I kind of wish we had Kevin on this episode because I was going to bring it up for both of you but do you recognize the song I do and okay. I did it and when I first <laughs> so back then when I heard this red right hand I was like oh it's a song and it's funny because they play the song like twice in the movie they do yeah and they play it in every movie except Scream 4 it's right. in two and three as well because it's a good song for this you know like right you know he's a ghost you know red right hand right, 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 right. it makes sense but yes and then when I watched it again I was like <gasps> that's the peaky fucking <laughs> blindness <laughs> yeah, that's the peaky blindness uh, yeah. opening theme just from that bell sound that yeah dun, 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 which is the song that I just put on and our they, uh, I mean, Instagram reel they actually this. I mean I, mean, I didn't want to get too technical but the sound design the music the music choices and the soundtrack and the, very good and the composing in this movie is really really good there isn't a lot of there isn't a lot of like that cheesy 90s metal rock music yeah. they like to put in a lot of these slashers well especially too with like you're thinking like like Jason American X. Pie and stuff like that too where they're like you're not getting Blink-182, you're not getting, like... Right, and that wouldn't fit this movie, but, like, no. you watch, like, Jason X, or, like, some of those, like... It's like that late new metal. 90s, yeah, like... Yeah. Like, like yeah. a lot of that new metal, like... Not to say that some new metal is bad. Industrial metal, that's good. Yeah. But, but it's just thrown in there because, like, they think that it's needed. But it is it is really, really good. There's only been, like... There were only a couple times in the movie. We passed the scene. I was gonna make mention of it. Now that I'm talking about it, I remember it. When we're, talking, when we're following Sydney through her house as she's getting ready to go to Tatum's house or whatever... Mm-hmm. Um, the part where she opens the closet, there's that stab, that's that stab sound. Yeah. Where I almost think like there was supposed to be something in the background, but there yeah. was nothing there. So there's a couple times in this movie where it's I, like I don't know was that intentional or did they kind of screw that up in editing? So the sound design, like music choices and stuff, was very good. The editing, on another hand, was eh, weird at best because there's a handful of occasions, and if I if I remember to point it out. I will, but there's a handful of occasions where uh, audio comes and the mouth doesn't match it. So it's oh, it, like yeah. they had to add like audio lines in. Okay. And they just dubbed it over and they went to the wrong angle or, or whatever and it made it through the cut. And there's a couple times where people are talking 
and the the words don't match their mouth, or the words are coming out and their mouth isn't even moving. Yeah. And it's like you know they probably at the end of the day were like, we got to add this audio. We didn't get the shot. We're not gonna reshoot for one one shot. Right. Where it's, it's, not like, like, it's not a Marvel movie. We're not doing million dollars of yeah. reshoots. Yeah. This is a, a the first shot of a slasher movie in the '90s, which we're putting out five days before Christmas. Hey, this is fucking. If it doesn't matter. This is it doesn't when filmmaking match. was. Yeah, all right. Filmmaking. This is filmmaking. Mistakes right were expected. <laughs> Dude, continuity ex- mistakes are the best. Yeah. But there was a handful of them, that's for sure. So we'll skip ahead a little bit right now. So we are back. Okay, so now we're at the party Another scene. Another big setup. Which is funny, scene. too, because we still have 37 minutes left in the movie. And the party scene's already gone. This scene is about 40-something minutes long. This Just is, this, this final scene. This is before scene. Tatum got killed, though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because the best death scene in the whole movie. I believe. Well, we'll talk about the death scene regardless. No, no, it's not. So this is after. Yeah, so I think we skipped ahead of it. So let's go to that. So yeah. this is the death scene, which must, scene, be, must be cold in the garage. I gotta say nipples. We gotta have nipples. Yep. We're not gonna get any real boobs in this movie. So we at least gotta get some nipples. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And this scene is the one one scene, too, where I'm like, how? A, that oh, would yeah, not no, kill yeah. you. This, there is Does not, zero... Comp- there, there is zero realism yeah. in this scene but you know what though it's the best kill in the movie so it's we're at, easily the best kill in the movie this is at matthew lillard's house uh, house because his parents are having gone a party away for vacation or whatever big party um dewey shows God, up i love that skirt it's so fucking insane dewey Her shows outfits up are insane because uh why is there a cat door in the garage like that doesn't make any sense it's there for a reason. <laughs> I know that. I, well, right. I, that answers my question. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's there, yeah. and it's because we need to be ridiculous with this whole scene. But I mean, yeah. Again, all I can continue. Think of, like, all I can think of now is scary movie tours. Like, I know. Oh, nice kitty, and it's like, oh, oh nice horsey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a horse in the garage. Um, oh, I forget where I was going there, but we'll just jump back into the scene. This is where they're they're self-aware of what's going on now maybe it's safer to be all together with the killer on the loose and enter killer ghostface who just shuts the door on her like it's no big but she gets the whole like meta area where she's like oh nice costume randy or or whoever and well it's funny because like (laughs) what movie is this from i spit on your garage (laughs) another reference right there reference but I mean, um, going back a few when Sydney's on the phone initially with Ghostface, again she also says, "Nice joke, Randy." Like they all yeah. keep blaming Randy because he's everything. like the movie guy. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. But this this whole conversation is so like it's just so meta. I so want, good. I want to be in this. I want to see a. I want to be in the sequel. Such a like, good line. You no, know, it's just. It's good, but then like we, poor Randy. They're like Randy. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like not even this, Randy. They blame this kid the whole time. <laughs> Well, she finally gets cut, and I think we all know exactly where this is going to be going. Actually, no. I mean, if well, you've never seen this movie before, you, you have no it. idea where this is going to go. But again, showing Ghostface's inability to do yeah, anything. So, I mean, again, it's that idea that, like, when you, go, when you go back and watch it a second time, you go, all right, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, she gets, These bottle gets, like, shots nailed, are sick. nailed in the fucking balls. Well, it's um, like, would that hurt with a mask on? Because the glass isn't getting in your face. Yeah, real. Nah, I mean, it would I mean, hurt, the, so. I mean, it would hurt a little bit. But, I mean, the idea is, is that he's... He's almost lucking into some of these kills. Yeah, um, like this is obviously she should like, have gotten ridiculous. 
Um, the fact that she's trying to crawl through a fucking cat door in a garage. And didn't just, like, run through it. Right. Because, and, like, and again, those doors is, are so flimsy. Part of it's also, like, so her, her tits can, like, hang yeah, out. Push like, out yeah. some, of, some, some of this is, like, it's Like, we get it, Wes. We get... But, hey, okay, so here we go. She's getting pulled up by the I garage door. I love it. It's the garage so door good. would not go up. I know, it wouldn't go it up. It would not go up. And even if it did, it would not go fast enough to Pretty, snap your neck or yeah. whatever they think kills her. It's so insane. But it just shows her hanging there. It it would have stopped. It wouldn't have gotten... And even if it does push you and pull you, the door would break before anything bad happens. And then happens keep in mind that... And like, then this whole party is another 37 minutes of nobody noticing her. Yeah, and it, just, it ends. Everybody leaves... And no one sees her hanging from, from the, the front, garage. The front garage. Because then at the, when they, later on, when they're running around the house, but again, space, they're like, but oh, again, there she is. I think that in like any other cheesy slash Maybe movie, it's on a side, the side, well, I don't know. I think, yes, but regardless, I think that in any other slash movie, these are like legitimate, like, what the, like, what? Yeah. But in this movie, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because... Yeah. They do it for a reason. Yeah. They're making fun of the fact that in a lot of these horror movies, shit like that happens. Yeah. Like the most ridiculous shit happens. Yeah. That's why a lot of these characters they act like oh like nonchalant because they yeah. they're so used to seeing movies. That it's all fake. It's all in a movie. But the yeah. fact that it actually happens to them. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. No, it's definitely. and I love the fucking Hugh Hefner robe. And I like the Aurelia Alicia. Yeah. As yeah. if, as if that's a clueless reference for yes, anybody for that those, did it. again not nineties kids. That was a clueless. Um, so the part that we did kind of skip over is Gail Weathers got in there with Dewey, who's, I mean, Dewey's like hosting Gail Weathers to a teenager. I know, like he like let her come with him. The worst copy walks in and he's like, "Hey, wait, you're underage." He takes the beer. He's like, "Nah, I'm just kidding. Just don't drive or what." Like he's, he's so the, bad. He's the deputy handing out alcohol the underage drinkers at this party bringing the pseudo celebrity newscaster like he's like taking her to fucking prom like it's just it, it, it's just so funny i love it it's just it, it, it's, it's hilarious very small ta- it's very um, small town problem and, it, like and, and again it's it, i think it's all intentional we all like it, it, he's so goofy but again he's making fun of like it's making fun of all like the like the law enforcement, all these movies that are like normally idiots yep. or useless who don't do anything. Well, it was one point too where he has his gun. He's like pointing. He's using his gun to point at people. Like, like, he's like pointing at at Sydney <laughs> with the gun and like pointing to the other or, guys. Or like, when they're when they're at his house you don't or whatever, aim at and he like runs into the bedroom with like his fucking wife beating around. He's got his gun like yeah. pointed out with his fucking finger on the yeah, trigger. He's just pointing his gun at like so just good. civilians, like so good at not even just civilians, but high school teenage students just yeah. point, waving his gun and like yeah. it, it reminds me of Ralph Wiggum when he's like chewing donuts off his gun and just like shoots up and it shoots his head. It's like, wow, that's dangerous. And then he just keeps eating. He's just such an idiot. Oh, God, I love oh, it. Oh, and then this, we're at the scene that I routinely conflate with Scary Movie because it is the most obscene, memorable scene from Scary Movie <laughs> that I don't think, you, it bleeds together with this one. Yeah. This one kind of just like, it, it cuts away, cuts back, and like clearly they've had sex. Yeah. Um, but you don't see it because this movie is being very subtle with it. Scary movie is not subtle with it. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's gross. It's very in your face. Um, it's very much in in your in face. In her face. <laughs> in, yes. And um, so when I first when the like, and body and like why they didn't do that? Like, oh wait, because that's not in this. Because that's not this movie. I do like this part though. They're having this whole conversation about like kind of like Sydney. You gotta 
get over your dead I know, mom. right. Seriously, your mom's... Your mom... Like, my mom left. Yeah. He's like... Get over she's it. She's like, I don't know where my mom is. Like, oh, I do. It's in a casket. It's yeah, like, my, my mom's dead, you what? ass. Like... <laughs> Oh, my mom was raped and slaughtered, you yeah. piece of shit. And I saw the guy leave, but yes, because your mom ran away or whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry your mom fucked another guy and ran away. <laughs> Big <Whoops>. deal. <laughs> Fucking whoops. So, yeah, this is the lovey-dovey. This you know, is all just a conversation. Scene. We are here. And then we do the the rules scene, which we're skipping past pretty quickly. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but either way, so either Randy, way, they're going Randy through the rules through of the, the horror movies. Because Randy is, you know, the smart one. He knows all the all the rules. And I like this whole... Still, what happened to Tatum, Stu? still She's asking. clearly he... But, I mean, Stu and, you know, Billy kind of know about it. They're still going at it. But, yeah, he was going over the whole... And I, that was probably one of my... One of my favorite parts of the movie is when he goes over the rules where, you know, you can't have sex. You can't uh, do drugs or drink. And whatever you do, never say, I'll be right back. And yeah. at, at that point, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard hey, I'm going to no, grab a beer. Back. No, I'm good. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I was like, it. Oh. I love it. It was just perfect. But also, too, like, what high school, like, there's like, oh, let's just throw a big party, like a rager. It looks like a car. we're going to watch party. Halloween or something. Like, we're just watching Halloween. A few days after one of our schoolmates was stabbed to death. But we're going right. to watch Halloween. Right. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's like the longest copy of Matt Halloween ever because, yeah. like, must be the director's cut. Like, literally, like they keep cutting back to the to, to, to the to the living room with the movie on. Yeah, and like clearly, like, forty five minutes has gone by, and it's still the movie's still going. It just keeps because they wanted to cut back and show like the the, the famous scenes from Halloween because it's referenced yeah. or it's relevant to what's happening in the movie in, in this movie. Yeah. But it's so goofy because like, wait, this movie should be over. It should have been over yeah. like twenty minutes ago. I do like this. He, he gets a call from somebody, don't really know, telling him that they found Principal Hornsby done. <laughs> and everybody killed, leaves and gutted and hung up by the field goal post. A, how did the guys do it? And B, all the kids were like, "Oh, we got to go see this before they take him down." <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the reasonable excuse. That's that makes sense. But and then we also have Kenny, who's parked outside, who's yeah, watching the fat, live feed. That slow, fat shit. <laughs> I would never step on your poop. Gail wears Pirata shoes, which I don't even remember if that's from this one or Scary Movie at this point. Yeah, it's but, not this one, that's for oh, sure. Oh, then that's Scary Movie. Scary then. Movie. I would never step on your shoes. Gail wears Pirata shoes. <laughs> uh, and then we get on this little lovey-dovey, dewy thing where he's like, don't worry, walk with me, it's safe. I have a flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> like, and clearly she's like... A lot older than Dewey is yeah. supposed to be, anyways. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's like supposed to be this like established newscaster, and he's right. He's a twenty-five-year-old deputy. deputy, but I don't know what age living he's, with his mom. But I don't know what age he's even supposed to be. Twenty-five. He's supposed to be he's 25? supposed to be twenty. They 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 mention it. Okay. I'm twenty-five. Uh, okay. He says that because he he was twenty-five here, which is. He still looks like a little bit of an old 25, but I also like this part. The kid's speeding down the way. Clearly can see two people. Haven't stopped. Haven't stopped. And they just jump Yeah, they're going to run over a cop. <laughs> but it's literally just an excuse for him to roll on top of it. Yeah. So we're back to this whole post-sex scene where Billy is like, Sid, you don't still think it's me, do you? And she doesn't say no too convincingly. And they start to start... Yeah, which is weird. Like, she... she I, and then she, she's I mean, like, no, she's I don't think it was you. But if it was you... But, like, is she supposed to be torn? Or, because, like, why did you have sex with him then? Yeah. Like, why are you in the same bedroom yeah. with him? 
Yeah, you're alone with him. Right. The person you, you may but, but or may not suspect. Right, and you're still not sure if yeah. he killed her or not. Yeah. And he's like, what do I have to do to prove that? Well, I'm I mean, you just fucked her. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you would think that like that's well, pretty you, much proof. What you have to do to prove to be not killer is have the killer behind yeah, you. Yeah, well, right. And I mean, obviously this was planned. So stab, stab, stab. You think. Yeah. So at this point, though, like watching it, you're like, wow, I really did think Billy was the killer. Because like, he is like crazy. He's, yeah, he's nuts. And he is happens to be in the right spots. I mean, this movie's clearly about Sydney. It follows him, and now he's dead. So now you're like, wow, what is, like, what is, who is this killer? But we got a whole nother little running scene right here. A little house chase scene. More chase scenes. Lots of chasing, lots of yelling. Yep. And again, this is this is part of a 40-minute party scene. Yeah, and this is also, I mean, part of it, some of it's references And this is where we see Tatum. But like the roof, her falling yeah. off the roof is more some Halloween yeah. style references and stuff like that because yeah. it's happened in multiple movies. But and I then do, Randy's like super drunk all of a sudden. But it, and by himself. But it, and this is a weird part where he's like, "Jamie, look behind you. Look behind you. It must be it's, that, that's Jamie Kennedy." So he's just like, like breaking the third well, wall. I think like, that that's that's part of it. That's it's like, like a fourth wall break yeah. type thing. Yeah. Or it's like he's saying he's talking about Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. But his name is Jamie in but real he's, life. So like the real and then also his character should turn around and stuff like this. And I thought this was an interesting like situation that I do like that was they cut from that so you don't really know what's happening. She ends up going to find Kenny in the you know, eating chips and sleeping. But they're like, oh, well, I just fell asleep. And then they start watching the TV, and you see that nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened to, like, Jamie Kennedy, but here's the killer. Come to find out they're on a 30-second delay. <laughs> the live feed is on a 30-second delay yeah. from the camera placed. And again, but I also think that's, this 96, that's, one of those, what happens. that's one of those meta horror movie references in this in this thing where it's like, oh, they're they're it's real life to them, but yeah. they're watching it on TV saying, Get out of the room, get out of yeah. the room. Like it's that whole like That scene is like that one scene of him yelling to himself while yelling to the actor and the character at the same time it's is super like meta. quintessential scream. Like that yeah. That's that, that one that's scene exactly is what, what this whole movie embodies. Yeah. It's super super meta. Well, we're climbing through the little car van. We're going out through here. We're back over the fence. Do, do, do. And Dewey and uh, Dewey Gale and Gil Weathers are back. He's running through the house, pointing his gun at everybody in sight. Kenny is found dead on top of the car. Gil Weathers and Gail crashes pretty dramatically. And then yeah, Sydney, because Sydney jumps out in front of the van yeah. like, stop! Yeah, Sydney runs rise in. Yeah, Sydney's back to the house, but but Dewey is and now Dewey's been got a knife stabbed. in his back. And there's and Ghostface again. Another chase scene ensues. And we just got to get Sydney back into the house so we can wrap this movie up. As here it is. This is one of my favorite things, too, is with Matthew Lillard and Jamie Kennedy pleading that, no, he's the killer, he's the killer, he's crazy, he's crazy, give me the gun, help me, help me, he's going crazy. Fuck you both. Yeah. <laughs> And here comes Billy, stumbling and bumbling down the stairs. And he's actually the one, obviously, who is like, oh, Sid, just give me the gun. Trust me, the one that's been stabbed. But doesn't have any stab holes in the shirt. Yeah. Pretty coincidental. 
and that's all the that's where we get the we all go a little mad sometimes psycho this yep. is where we start to see yep. billy billy loomis with some sort of killer and they use corn syrup same stuff they used in carrie which is funny because that is actually what they use for the movie yeah they use that in a lot of movies but now she is like oh shit it's matthew but I think this, it's Billy. This was probably and Matthew good. Lillard pulls out the voice, the and voice box, and this, it's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's a, this, what? This like, was a big shock. Like I think everybody kind of assumed at the end of it, Billy would be the killer. Yeah. But when Matthew Lillard's character turns around, Stu, and yeah, you know, Stu, yeah, he's in on it. That becomes even yeah the bigger shock because you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense." Because then when you go back through the movie, you're like, "How did he end up? How like how were they able to?" Be in one place and not and doing something else. Well, this is why. This is how two killers. You know, we we understand. You know, horror movies do break the mold. You know, Halloween, Jason, Friday Thirteenth. It's they're supernatural, but this is very real world. And 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 if it was just Billy, we'd be like, wait, this is it couldn't have happened. But adding the second person, that's part of that. That's part of that play on. Let's let's let's. Not parody, but let's be really meta with it. Like, when you think of it, like, you know, one of the biggest jokes about Jason Voorhees is that Jason Voorhees, he must be able to teleport because he just, yeah. like, shows he's up. He's here, he's there, he's there, the he's here, he's there. That yeah. plays on that yeah. that trope, but yeah. but does something with the trope mm-hmm. and makes it more interesting. Yeah. But I do like this. I, I, I think the two of them together were, like, one of them, again, it kind of fits the whole... One of them's crazy and dark yeah. and like super serious, and the other one's just a goofy idiot. Yeah, he's just he's going along with Billy's plan because that's just it's his friend or whatever, and it's just that's just how this movie wraps up. But I mean, overall, and then you find out that well, actually, in the other big twist is you find out that well, his her mother was sleeping around with with his Cotton. dad. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, Cotton, oh, with Billy's dad. With Billy's dad. Yeah. And that's the reason why Billy's mom left. And it turns out that Billy's actually a big, huge mama's boy. And was he misses like, his mom. He's he wants really to kill pissed some. off. Your so slut he, mother was, yeah. So he kills her mother, rapes her mother. Well, they didn't even get to, yeah. But she's the reason why the mom moved out. Yeah. So it's his right, so he blames, it's his, it's his he blames Sydney's mom and her for that happening. So they're trying to, like, do all of this and then frame yeah. her dad, which we find out <laughs> is the reason why they couldn't find him. Yeah. Because he, he never... Well, because he never checked into his hotel, so they've had him the whole time. But they 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 unveil their whole plan. They they tell you the whole why they did it, and the whole you know movies made us crazy kind of thing. They're gonna blame the dad, kill the dad, stab each other, and then it looks like they were just victims in this as well. And anybody that did know about this is now dead. But I do love that. I'll be right back. Uh, I love, Still I doing love it. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. No, he goes over the top He's with this. So and it's, good. And it's phenomenal. But especially when he gets stabbed, like it's yeah. so good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling woozy, man. Oh god. Oh, my parents are gonna be so mad at me. Yeah, I, lo- I do <laughs> love that so when good. he's like, "Oh man, my mom dad is so mad." Such a good line. Oh god, but it's just like a classic. Like, it, but then it, it's hard. The one thing that is hard to separate this is that these are high school kids. Like, they're not, but they are. So, like... Well, they're supposed to be. These are high school mindsets. Exactly. Like, so they think, oh, my mom and dad. But then you're, like, seeing a 30-year-old say that, and you're like, well, that, it doesn't compute. But it's 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 funny, but at the same time, it, you can see it. Like, yeah. And, like, you can also tell that, like, you know, for high school kids that 
didn't really quite think through the whole plan. Like, yeah. They think this is going to work, but yeah. it, it may not work. It's very loose, loosely planned. Yeah. But we're wrapping up here. So what did, what did you think about... Do it! Do it! Hit me! <laughs> ...overall of this movie? I mean, I think it's safe to say that this is a classic. This is one that's beloved by... <laughs> yeah, I mean, to all... wrap up... Yes, this is... Um, it's a classic slasher. Again, we've said like we said in the beginning, it it reinvigorated the genre. It brought a whole new generation up on slasher movies. Um, I think for a lot of people, a lot of a lot of fans that didn't know a whole lot about them prior to this movie, probably went back and watched a lot of them. Yeah, I don't remember was 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 Blair Witch after this movie or before this movie. I think after. After, I think. right? Was it after? I think it was I think it was right after. But I mean, it was like 96, 96 97. I think it was like right after this movie came out. But also like right after this was like, I know what you did last summer. Right. It so started, well, this it spawned a whole generation. Yeah, it spawned a whole new generation of, of copycats. Yeah. Um, but it's that idea that like, is it like, it's not a traditional movie. It's, 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 it's playing with tropes that we've seen for years and trying to do new things with them. <laughs> Don't you blame um, the movies? Make psych- movies make psychos more creative. <laughs> and he just keeps stabbing him. <laughs> Feel a little woozy here. But I mean, his like his facial expressions. His he's so good. He I, there's so many like shining moments in this movie. Matthew Lillard is probably at the heart of all of them. He's just yeah awesome. Yeah, I mean, but yeah it's safe to say that I mean I, I can't really glow more about this movie we might point out some things that were like make you think we don't like it that's just me pointing out fun things no, for me yeah. but I love this movie is this it a is an all time classic no it's not I mean no no, no movie's perfect no horror movie's perfect yeah um, the thing about it is, is it's not like it's not intentionally bad like a lot of B movies are yeah um, it's well acted for the most part yeah it's well it's well written I, mean, I think it's one of the best scripts Kevin Williams has done yeah it was probably the first one he did I think it was because he was a struggling or, writer yeah I don't know if it was or not but I, what I do know is um, at the end of the script he did write a five page treatment for Scream 2 yeah when he, he kinda, wrote Scream he kind of had like so like a, he already had this thing planned out he had the out. sequel planned out but he was like like barely surviving when he yeah. wrote the script and then it like, made him a, a household name but um it just it just it was it came out at the right time. It worked. Yeah. Like this in you know mid nineties. Well, it took the, a tired genre. That genre was yeah, overpopulated with, with mind numbing crap. Yeah. And this was like you know what we we love this genre, but we don't love what it's become or what's in it right now. So let's just like gut this thing from the inside, flip it inside out, right, and send it on its way. And that's what they did. And because of that. The horror movies we get today, I don't think would be where they are had Scream not been what it was when no. it was, and that's that's saying a lot. And, you know, I'm, I I love obviously a lot of horror movies. I don't know if Scream's necessarily one of my favorites. I don't want to claim it as a favorite, but it's a very it's very not. good movie. I, I mean, we way back when we did our top ten. It's not my top ten. Yeah, but it is still a classic. At this point, I, I well, I'm, it's I'm a not, generational movie. Do I want to classify it as a classic? I probably. Would, well, I would say it's a classic. I think it probably it's up there. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm ready to say that it's like in the same realm as a lot of the other true classics. But again, it's it is a reason why it's still relevant. There's a reason why they're making a new one. Yeah, but also too, what I think too, when comparing this to the other franchises, 
I think the one thing that people might not hold against it, but like the reason why not as many people know about it is the number of movies in the series. They're only at four. Yeah. But if you hold up their quality. Oh, for sure. All of those are better than yeah. Like if, Nine, if, you, like if you rank the Friday Thirteenth movies, movies, Scream One through Four would be like in that right. top to middle, whereas that it's very bottom heavy. Right. So I think the fact I think more people know about some of the other ones just based off volume. It's it's a quality versus quantity right. thing. That's that, and that's what I think that is. Yeah. But <laughs> you fucking hit me with the phone, you dick. dick. <laughs> but uh, oh god, yeah, I, I just. Matthew yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like my final thoughts with it. I think it's just it doesn't. <laughs> Did it, you really it, call it, the police? Even just so mad at me. Oh God! So we'll wrap this up with our fear and beer rating. So if you aren't familiar with this, if this is your first time checking it out or whatever, uh, we do a fear and beer rating, a scale of one through five. Our fear rating is how scary this movie is, and our beer rating is how much did we just enjoy this movie. It's not us saying it's a good movie. It's not us saying it's a bad movie. It's just how much do we personally enjoy it. Um, so for your fear rating, do you have a number that you add? Because my gotta fear rating is I gotta throw mine down, but I think it's I'm gonna be right in the right in the middle. We'll give it a two and a half out of five. Okay. Um, I again, like you said before, it's not an it's not an overly another Halloween reference, by the way, coming out of the closet stuff. Yeah. But um, it, yeah, it's not overly scary. I think there are aspects to this movie. There are certain themes, like I stated before, like the whole getting a phone call, that whole don't pick up the phone type thing. Yeah. That's very scary. The idea that like, a friend of yours, or you think is a friend, or, or a close, or a close, you know, boyfriend girlfriend could kill you. Yeah, is a pretty scary theme. But the movie itself isn't overly scary. Yeah, and um, I, I, there I, are parts of it that I think that are that, that are scary, but there's no. Not a lot of tension built up. It's it's more of a who like you said a who, more of a who done it. It's crime sort of it's, movie. It's very mysteryish. Yeah. So I don't know. Other than that, that's kind of how I feel as far as the fears. Yeah. Concerned. For my, I'm going one point five. It's not a scary movie. You know, maybe there's a couple jump screens and here's the scene where the TV falls on Matthew Lillard and he scrambles around. You think he's dead? Yeah. Think Matthew Lillard's dead. I don't think he's dead. Scream five. But we'll talk about that maybe. Scream five, I think that might be a little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our beer rating, just how much did you enjoy this movie on a one through five? This is uh, for me. Um, oh, I'll go three point seven five. I don't want to go mm-hmm. four, but I want to go close to it. Okay. The reason for that is because I think there's a lot of movies that are worthy of a four out of five. This isn't quite a four out of five for me. Yeah. Again, it's only because I'm not a. I I don't have the same love for the Ghostface Scream franchise as some yeah. people do but I do appreciate this movie for what it yeah. is so I think it's almost a 4 but not quite a 4 yeah. I gave it a f- I gave it a 4 and I was thinking do I want to go higher but I don't think so I think 4 is a good spot for it you know like I said it's it's not like I'm not trying to claim it as a favorite it's a very fun movie I I, I very much enjoy it I enjoy the series um, I'm definitely more of like a Halloween Friday the Thirteenth kind of silver like slasher, yeah. Um, but this is this is fun and it's tough because I don't compare those to this. No, they you, don't, they're really two different can't. genres essentially. And, like me. for me, the only reason I don't rate it quite a four. I know that people are like, well, you gave you gave fucking uh, yeah, Leprechaun or no, 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 uh, you gave the fucking uh, Silent Night Deadly Night. Four. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta understand. I watch a lot of slashers. 
primarily most of the slashers yeah. I watch is I watch because of how goofy and over the top they are. Yeah. Because they're fun to watch. Yeah. I don't watch them for a serious for, like for a serious sit down cleverness or whatever. This movie is very clever. Yeah. But for a slasher movie, it's pretty generic. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot going on other than the, the fact that, other, other other than what other than what they've given you, which is a lot of the meta, you know, t- goofy takes on yeah. some of the trope, the tropey takes, and some of the some of the tropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not it's not necessarily for me a like a movie that warrants something where it's like you know this is a groundbreaking movie. It wasn't groundbreaking. I don't think it was groundbreaking at all. I just think that it. It did a lot to reinvigorate the genre, and it kind of kept horror going and alive. I think it kickstarted a lot. I think it was... So I give it credit for that. Yeah, like you said, I don't know if it's groundbreaking necessarily, but I think it was such a, a, a left turn from where we were at in the horror franchise yeah. at the time. I mean, let's be honest. The reason, I mean, the reason we have a movie... Um, we have some of the movies that we've had recently or is because of this one. There's one called Behind the Mask, the story yeah. of Leslie or whatever. Yeah. Or like Hush. Right. We wouldn't very simple. Yeah, like, you wouldn't get a lot of those movies if it wasn't for Scream. Yeah. And there you have it. Scream. That's it. Directed, directed by, by Wes, Wes Craven. Craven. May, um, may God rest his soul. I know. R.I.P. Well dead for a while now. Alright. Oh Kevin sorry, Kevin Williamson. We keep saying yeah. Kevin Williams. Excuse us. But I think that's all we got for Scream right now. Uh, Scream 5 obviously comes Can't wait. Out, Go to see next week. Next week. We got tickets for Thursday night. We'll be there. If you Have want fun. to catch us, we'll be there. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. And... Peace Scream. Uh. Be Haunts. This is cursed. Cursed. Turn to death. Cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.